Ladies and gentlemen, basketball fans across the world, welcome to another episode of the Basketball Podcast here for All-Star in Atlanta week. That's a mouthful. Usually it's just, you know, Paul George week or it's uh, Miami Heat week, D-Wade week, but no, All-Star in Atlanta, Atlanta All-Star week. I like the alliteration at least though. Uh, and, and speaking of alliteration, I have Andre Aldridge here with me, a toast to the A-Town host here on the Basketball Podcast Network. Andre, uh, thank you so much for coming on. And I know I asked you this about 30 minutes ago when we recorded part one, but how are you today? I am actually, I am doing great, man. And uh, Jeremy, it's always good to hear you, but it's even better to be on here with you, man. So I'm still doing great and uh, happy to be talking a little bit of the A-Town with you. Love to hear it. And so we're talking Dominique, Michael Jordan, 1988 all-star dunk contest and it's just it's perfect because all-star weekend is this weekend it's in atlanta you have you have dominique the human highlight film against michael freaking jordan and this is one of the most interesting stories i think that i've covered so far in the very brief history of the basketball podcast it's the furthest we've gone back we're going back to 1988 but before you go any further in this podcast we recommended it at the end of the last episode but in case you hadn't listened to me i'm giving you one more chance if you have not seen the 1988 dunk contest at least on youtube or something like that this is a great opportunity to go watch it now because that will give you even more context to what Andre has to say, what I have to say, I guess. But Andre is the expert here, so we're, we're riding his direction. He's got a lot of stories to tell about this. So let's, let's go right into it. So 1988, we're here in Chicago. Dominique Wilkins is looking to get back to the promised land after he won it all in 85. Spud Webb's there as well. Michael Jordan's looking to defend. It's one of the greatest crews. So I guess we should probably name this whole mm. dunk contest um, participant roster okay. as is. So we have Michael Jordan. Yes, sir. We have Dominique Wilkins, mm -hmm. Spud Webb. Yes, sir. And then we have – let me pull it up right Spud here. Spud Webb, your 1986 champion. Yes, 1986 champion. Greg Anderson from San Antonio. Mm -hmm. Jerome Kersey, Otis Smith, and that's it, right? MJ Dominique. Clyde Drexler? And Clyde Drexler, yeah. Mm -hmm. So seven guys, very – it's not like it is now where it's just right. four guys and right, right. it's them. It, they had, it was a seven-deep field. And you go through the first round mm -hmm. and you get two dunks. Top four move on. Right. Then in the semifinals, you get three dunks. Yes. And then top two move on. And then you get three dunks between the last two and you move on. Still judging out of 50 points as it is today. But let's let's get going. So the dunk contest is in Chicago. Michael Jordan's the defending champion. And he starts out with a 47. Not, not the, too terrible. And the crowd was pissed. Yeah, and the it, crowd was because and, look, and I think it was, I think it was a forty. I think it was a forty-seven. Now, obviously, mm -hmm. I'm rooting for Dominique here, but I'm just saying I think it was a forty-seven. The crowd was pissed, and I think that affects the judges a little bit. That's I just want to add that. Yeah, so let's let's try to remind ourselves how Chicago views Michael Jordan. If you've seen the Last Dance, 
you'll have a better understanding of it. Where when, as soon as Michael Jordan got to Chicago, he was the dude. He was the biggest athlete in Chicago the moment he stepped into the city. And this is about four years into his career. So the the Bulls haven't won championships yet, but Michael Jordan has still cemented himself as the future of the league. As we mentioned in the last episode, it's still very much Magic versus Larry Bird, Lakers versus Celtics, but you can start to see the future of the league is Michael Jordan. So he comes out with a 47. I think Dominique is the last dunker in the first round Mm -hmm. after after one dunk. Mm -hmm. And he gets the highest score out of the first dunk, which is a 49. Yes. And this was what I've noticed about Dominique's dunks versus Michael Jordan's is the power of the dunk versus I feel like Michael Jordan has some athleticism with it. But when you see Dominique dunk, Andre, there's a power, a ferocity to it that is more apparent in his dunks than anyone else's, I feel. I'd agree with that. And I would also say that what what got me even more than the power was the efficiency or the quickness with with, which which happens. Obviously, he understands the stage he's on and 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 has won the champ, won it before, so wants to get the 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 trophy. But they hand him the ball, and again, he's not a guy that that has practice, you know, I'm gonna do this at this point, I'm gonna do this at at that point. He is more of the in, in the moment, Michael too, but from the time they hand him the ball to him executing the dunk is just crazy fast to me. And that's with dunks that he's bouncing the ball on the ground, bounce the ball off the backboard, whatever. Okay, here it is. Boom, bow, boom. Now I'm going to go back and sit down. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Pretty much. Yeah, that's a very, very accurate description of, of what we saw. So you go to the second round and Michael Jordan, another 47, Dominique 47. They're the two highest scorers by a decent margin and they both both advanced to round two. But I believe if I'm not mistaken, the second dunk that Jordan had, um, or maybe this was later, but what was that second dunk for Michael Jordan? He the, the one that looked just like the one Dominique had done in front of him. Yeah. A little bit like you kind of see some of these dunks and there is a bit of similarity there. Like you can tell that these two are at this point in the contest, you can tell that these two are kind of far and away. Yes, you, head, those are the head two and shoulders. head and shoulders, yes. head and shoulders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that's not to say that the others were bad. Mm-hmm. The others are good, but just head and shoulders. What these two, what these two freaks of nature are doing is like, yeah. And and one has a home crowd, and one realizes that I better be. I'm, I, I want to be at the top of my game anyway, but I better be at the top of my game today because um, I still I'm still not happy with the numbers I'm getting on these scores. And, and look, there's as I said before, there's a bit of beauty contest to this all, and, and all the participants uh, understand that. It, you you, you want to go if we briefly move forward. You talk about snubs or, or or guys not getting credit for it. The Gerald Green cupcake dunk in the year mm-hmm. that he did that on the backboard, they still owe him points for that one. All right. That's still the most unbelievable. Wait, wait, he mm-hmm. blew the candle out on the it happened so fast and wise. So I'm just saying there are things that happen that 
that these guys don't get the credit for that, you know, but to say head and shoulders above and Dominique would say, well, it wasn't just head and shoulders. I was even above that. Mm-hmm. You know, that Gerald green cupcake dunk oh, oh. is my, is, is my, is my personal number one favorite dunk ever. Thank you. Thank and, <laughs> but I'll say this cause you know, the dunks like when Blake Griffin brings out the Kia uh-huh. and you know, Aaron Gordon brings out Taco Fall. Like, uh-huh. I'm like, okay. Like, okay. you know, it, like, I'm not a huge fan of, like, those overt gimmicks, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, but Ger- and Gerald Green's was a bit gimmicky, but it was it was small. Yeah. And was- I think what I like about this dunk contest in particular, there aren't those gimmicks. Like, None. it's just, it's pure athleticism at this yes. point. There's, the- there's not as much, and you mentioned that beauty context, there's a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, there's a lot. There's more of that, no doubt, no doubt, than than there is now. And mm-hmm. especially when they incorporated the fan vote into the dunk contest, and mm-hmm. I think they've since taken that out. It hasn't been uh, prevalent in the last couple of years. But mm-hmm. you know, the, these dunks are you're you're just seeing what humans can possibly do, how they can contort their body in midair, and it's it's incredible. It's an incredible display of athleticism. The whole contest, and. So we move on to the semifinals. Obviously, Dominique and MJ are the top two, and Clyde Drexler and Otis Smith move on. Mm-hmm. And then we get the first 50 of the night from Michael Jordan, and he does a, rep, a replication of his free throw line dunk, which took place the, the previous year where he won in 87. Mm-hmm. He- so when you see that... And Chicago lets lets them lets the yes. judges know how yes. he, how they felt. Right. Guess what? Yeah, right. And, and not, and not looking thing, too good for Dominique. And it's and it's also you know again it's it's homage to Dr. J right and, and the free throw line and 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 touching the stripe and everything. It's okay, uh, brother's probably over for you. Here's 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 another quick aside, very quick. But mm-hmm. so you saw where his foot touches the touches the stripe and again it straddles mm-hmm. the, the line i'm not nitpicking i'm just saying watch it just as it straddles the line uh which dr j's also did a few years later i'm covering the clippers a little thin dude by the name of brent berry does the free throw line uh actually farther back than any of those mm-hmm. guys it, 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 ever did but again michael is in chicago and uh, he understands what that happened, what that did the last time he did it on the way to the championship. And I imagine if you're sitting in the stands and you see that, your feeling has to be, why are, why are there even any more dunks? Mm-hmm. You know, let's just in that, you know, yeah. why, why do we why do we even, let's just stop this thing now and give him his trophy. <laughs> yeah, because you want it, because at this point there are still, if you're going to make it all the way to the end, five more dunks. Right. Right. And you're look, and when you think of the dunk contest, you want a crescendo. Mm-hmm. You want to build up so that the next thing you bring, you raise the bar. Right. And if this is your signature dunk, what's next? What is next? What is next? That- exactly. And and Dominique comes up, does what he does best. Right. He gets a forty nine. Right. So he's one back of Michael, and you know there, but they're still very ahead of of Clyde and Otis Smith. Mm-hmm. Then you get the second dunks, and Michael comes up, gets a forty-eight. Dominique a forty-seven, and there. And now at this point, it's it's pretty clear it's it's Dominique and MJ till then. Mm-hmm. And is there kind of a sense here that that the crowd is possibly turning on Dominique a little bit because they see him as as Michael's direct competition at this point? 
Oh, I don't think a little bit. <laughs> I don't think a little bit. I think if if if, Dom, if if Dominique was a man of the people when it comes to food, as far as going to restaurants and stuff, I would have advised him, hey, uh, make sure you're uh, are, are not going down Rush Street to try to find a meal after this, you know, win, lose, or draw, because they're not with you. They're with, you know, they're with 23. Mm-hmm. And they're with 23 high, high and hard. And, and absolutely, it's it's uh, uh, this is our guy. Um, and you both have had titles before, but guess what? On this night, it has to be about him. And I think even during the broadcast, uh, one of the, I, I don't know if it was Steve Jones or, or if it was Rick Barry who had uh, kind of picked Dominique ahead of time, but he says, you know what? Listen to the crowd. I think I want to change my pick right now. Well, you better believe, yeah. you know, even though the, the, the judges are, judges the back of your mind that 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 crowd has an influence in a little bit mm-hmm. or i think it did that night yeah so they both advanced to the final round which at this point is three dunks mm-hmm. best out of 150 mm-hmm. and it's no more fluff no more fillers it's mm-hmm. it's michael jordan dominique wilkins right best dunk wins pretty yes. much yes so dominique starts out goes off the glass and jumps from probably like that that like dotted circle, uh-huh. I guess. Uh-huh. But he goes, and that is, in my opinion, his best dunk thus far. And it's flawless, and it's the first dunk of that round. Mm-hmm. Just, so just, it's like, here we go. And and another thing is again, we think of the the contests that have happened over the last few years. You understand the bounce being off or the teammate bouncing being off, just you know, it's that precision I've been there. He did that like it was okay, layup line. Okay, let's go. And mm-hmm. not the finals of this against the home crowd guy. And it was phenomenal. And it mm-hmm. should have been a 50. And so then Michael's like, okay, I gotta answer. And Michael puts a, a, another sensational dunk. And I know it's gonna start to feel like, you know, because honestly, and I'm not just saying this because this is Atlanta or anything like that. If I'm I'm looking at this from a very, you know, unbiased perspective, I think Dominique should have won this. And when I look at this dunk from Michael Jordan, a fantastic, it's a great dunk. I don't know if it's a 50 because I feel like Dominique did the same thing a few rounds ago and didn't get a 50. Right. Exactly. Right. And And that's when, that's when the fix is in. Right. Right. Absolutely. Look. um, And that was, we're going back to 1988. You know, you know, you know what you know. So again, as I said, last episode, we, you know, we learned a lot about Michael in the last dance. let me let me break for a brief Showtime story, okay? Okay. The the Showtime Lakers who are kicking butt and, and and taking names, and when they weren't one of the titles, the Celtics were. So the great Bob McAdoo comes to the Lakers, you know, and mm-hmm. and you know scoring. Well, when Bob was a a, a Buffalo Brave, uh, he should have been a a, a uh, MVP of the league, but he wasn't uh, that year. Uh, Kareem got. It. And we know the stately nature of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and, and the business-like approach and stoic and everything. And Kareem always sat in the first row of the buses on the on the with the players on the on team bus or everything, right? So and nobody bothered Captain and the guys that were you know goofy. Let's say Magic and Michael Cooper and Byron Scott. They were the three Musketeers, and so there's fun in the back of the bus. But that business guy sat in the first. Well, when Bob McAdoo joins that squad. One day they're coming back from a practice and he's in the back of the bus and a quiet came over the bus. And Bob McAdoo just yells out, 
Hey, Captain, how in the hell's my damn MVP uh, trophy doing at your damn house? It's supposed to be at my house. Where in the hell? Where's my damn? Where's my damn? And the bus goes so quiet, you could hear a rat piss on cotton, right? Because the, the players are like, hey, we don't, no, we, nobody. And of course, Kareem just looks straight ahead and doesn't even, you know, say anything or whatever. But the other Laker players, like, we don't, not that we're free. We don't talk to him. Like, what do you do? He's, he's, he's got, he's got my effing trophy at his house is what it is. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I bring that up because um, if we were to put the honor serum, the truth juice into Dominique Wilkins, he is here right now. And he would tell you, it's like, okay, my other dunk trophy is at Michael's house and, and Michael. And, and it really is from the dunk that you just, that you just talked about right there. Yeah. To be beyond the others. You know, we, when we say, okay, you're just being a fan, being questionable, but on the, what you're talking about right there. Absolutely. And that's the 50. Hmm. That's very, very well put. I'm glad. I like how you, I like how you pivoted there and use and use that to, to kind of work it in here. I'm, you know, I'm I just, loving I, that. And, and I tell you, I didn't use all of Bob McAdoo's words either there. I just like, how you know, mm -hmm. when nobody talks to the, nobody, he's got my damn, he's got my damn, then my, that's my trophy. At his yeah. house. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so Dominique comes up. It's 50 to 50 going into yes, dunk yes. number two. Yes. Dominique comes up and goes baseline with this mm -hmm. one hand windmill. Mm -hmm. And we're starting, we talk about that crescendo. Mm -hmm. We're seeing it from Dominique. Yes, and are. this is a 50 dunk. And it was scored as such. Yes. yes. It was, you know. Uh, a re another remarkable display of athleticism. I feel like I'm a broken record saying that, but that's truly but what this what is. Is, is. It's all it's all it is. But if you were, let's say, if you're Spielberg or, or the greatest movie producer or the greatest practice, wouldn't you think that okay, he practiced that like 20 times, right? He's mm -hmm. and it's like no, and and again, same. I, I give Michael the same props too. It's kind of like you know, I'm you no know, in my head. I kind of but no, it isn't like I did this yesterday. I did this now. Mm -hmm. Wow, man. Yeah. That's crazy. So Michael comes up and he throws like this, you know, crazy in the air, you know, <laughs> another great dunk too, but yeah, it's right. not a 50. Mm -hmm. Compare, uh, look, I'm looking at this dunk right now. I'm looking at the gift right now as uh -huh. I'm, as uh -huh. I'm doing this. And uh -huh. it's a really, like, I can, I can see why it was a 47 because I think mm -hmm. Dominique's dunk the, which was a 50, which is a little bit better than this. But if Michael went first, because what my, Dominique went first, right? Mm -hmm. If Michael went first, I might give him a 50. Right. Because you know, I, I this is incredible. Mm -hmm. But if you follow Dominique, mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta beat that bar. And this right. unfortunately just doesn't do that. I think that, again, if if you're in the stands, even if you're not a Bulls fan or if you're not from Chicago, somehow you're just you're just in there on the Saturday, Saturday night, you got tickets and stuff. Um, you could go to your grave saying, I don't care what anybody says. I witnessed the greatest dunk contest ever with mm -hmm. my own eyes in, 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 in person. Um, the folks that saw the ABA goodness in Denver could say the same thing. But again, we're, we're, we can go to YouTube and go back and forth. But with the status of these two guys, with the talent level of these two guys, with the two former champions going at it and, and both of them having missed a year of the previous two because of injuries and, and not, I mean, this is, this is, uh, this is almost like a, a, a Ollie Frazier three, you know, mm -hmm. just, just, okay, let's go. And, and it's culminating just like you would have, have drawn it up. Yeah. 
So at this point, Dominique is up three points because mm-hmm. he, he has 100 and Michael is 97 mm-hmm. and you have one dunk left. Yep. And so Dominique goes from then the other side of the baseline and he does a two-hand windmill. Now, I kind of wish he did this dunk before the previous one because I think this dunk is not as strong as the other dunk. Mm-hmm. But like you, like we mentioned earlier in, in the previous episode, we thought, you know, I think you said, Andre, what, 47, 48? Mm-hmm. But not a 45. Right, right, right. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Come on, man. We 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 can witness. I mean, we can we can go back and and we can look at it right now and again. Unless you you know, unless you didn't like the Georgia Bulldogs or you're an SEC fan and 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 you could never. But just as a middle of the road observer, you have to say mm-hmm. that the okay man, the numbers numbers really off a little bit here. Yeah, <laughs> and look, if all Dominique needs is a forty eight, if he gets a forty eight, he mathematically wins. Michael cannot catch him. There you so, go. Like, do you think maybe that there's a sense? So, do you look? He gets all nines, right? Yeah. From the judges, it's yeah. straight nines. Yeah. Or is it like some tens and some eights? I think it's all nines. I thought it was all nines. Yeah. So, do you think one of those judges is like, well, if I give him a ten, like I could end this dunk contest prematurely, right? And I don't want to do that because that would be really bad. I think so. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, they're all like, let me just give him a nine and be I, safe. I. I, I Look, I don't have that quote, but I absolutely that's that's what my eyes see. <laughs> yeah. So, so Michael is up here with with the ninety five or with a forty five for mm-hmm. for Dominique. He's one hundred forty five. Mm-hmm. Michael needs what like forty eight to tie mm-hmm. and forty nine to win. Win. Yes. So then he goes with the free throw dunk from last year. Which he's already done in in this dunk contest already. He did that in the semifinals. Right. Which is, you know, we were like, okay, that's his biggest dunk. Why is he doing it so yeah. early in the contest? Well, he want that was like a sneak preview. He's gonna do it again later. Mm-hmm. And he goes and it's his last free throw. He misses it. He misses the dunk. Mm-hmm. And usually when we see the dunk contest now. Right. These misses are a lot more frequent because the guys are trying to do like three or four tricks at once. Right. Mm-hmm. But you don't see too many misses here. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you, had, you hadn't seen any. Right. You hadn't seen any miss. And you had a miss to you. You had a miss to to have. But again, mm-hmm. but that also is a pressure. Is okay. But you cannot miss. You can't miss the next one, or you're done. Mm-hmm. Then Michael goes. He hits the free throw dunk. Crowd goes nuts. Mm-hmm. He gets his 50 and yeah. he wins. Yes. <laughs> and he wins by two. So yeah. now, you know, at least at least you're sending fans home happy. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and and I think again, for the folks who are who may have YouTube this now to, to watch it or those that remember. And again, Dominique said all the right things and, and continues to say all the all the right things. But watch him sitting down on the bench when they do the camera shots, mm-hmm. and you can see what he's saying to either Clyde Drexler or anybody's around him, or the reaction to let you know exactly how he really felt. Yep, and look, a, a face can tell a thousand yes, words. Yes, yes, and, and as I have already said, look, look, there there are some guys that don't need any help, so just give him the the, the number. But this guy, this guy's otherworldly with everything mm-hmm. he does, but he doesn't need any extra help. E- either you, you know, either he wins or he loses, but don't give him extra help. 
Yeah. And even in a loss, even though Dominique Wilson doesn't take on the title, this is still one of the career highlights for him. Is this dunk contest? Is yeah. that safe to say? It, it, it is. And I, th- I think part of it is, is because of the, um, I think um, the part, part of it is, is, is because you, 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 you take, you take, you take the L you don't cry about it. Mm-hmm. Or there aren't any quotes out there to you know say I was robbed and, and and this and that. But the other thing, the reason it it isn't maybe bigger than it is because a few months after that is this is 1988. This is when he has the shootout with Larry Bird in the playoffs in what mm-hmm. really matters in winning games and in the and and, and, and in the game where uh, uh Larry ends up with 34, but 20 fourth quarter points in that epic shootout and uh dominique ends up with 47 points and it was like what everything that this dunk contest was except it's in the it's in the thing of a team playoff game of a riveting playoff game and again these are two eastern conference teams going at it if you're a basketball fan sitting in the corner of washington or, or the north anywhere anybody to watch that game you knew you were watching something unbelievable so that thing may have cemented everything about him as much as, you know, as much as a dunk contest, yeah. but it kind of goes into like, cause there was no fix in Larry bird was just, Larry bird was just too much for, for mm-hmm. that moment, for right. that unbelievable moment. And in some ways, does this, I know obviously Michael Jordan, when you list his career accolades and all that, this doesn't come super high on this list, mm-hmm. but how does this win change the perception of Michael or does it, does, does it really do much for his legacy at all? I don't, I don't think it, I I think, you know, his greatness uh, um, maybe just the, the just adds another notch to the showmanship part of it. The fact that Mm -hmm. he's able for this to happen in Chicago, you know, in, in his crowd and, you know, being down and needing the needing to execute like he did, uh, judge's hands in it or not yeah. he's he can't there's nothing he can do about that but um what we know i think if you're alive at that point watching then if you watch him play obviously in chicago he needs no nobody to, to say anything positive more positive about him he's at all of that when he gets there but what we learned i'll go back what we all learned in the last dance was his drive was to be what Magic and Bird were doing, and the Pistons before that, and, and getting the bad mm-hmm. boy is is about getting winning the whole thing, getting the championship. And I think you knew that he's only about winning, and I think that's what the Last Dance kind of explained to all of us, and uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and and that's you know that's the bottom line on him. Yeah, you know, I guess the way that I see it uh-huh. is is. Magic's the face of this league right now. Mm-hmm. At, the, at this point in time, mm-hmm. it's Magic's league, mm-hmm. and I think the difference between Magic and Larry Bird is Magic. He's he's in Showtime. He's in Los Angeles. He he's a much more flashier player. And Larry Bird was kind of the opposite. He was the blue collar. Let's right. get it done and let's win. And that's what made them such a unique rivalry. Is they were kind of a, a clash of styles, and they were the best at their craft. And Michael was looking to become the next magic. I think that quote was used during the last dance was, mm-hmm. you know, he's looking to become the next magic or the heir to magic. Mm-hmm. And in 87, he's already displayed, you know, this, this athleticism and this, you know, this swagger, this style about him mm-hmm. that magic 
similarly had. I think they're different, but similar in the fact that they both had something similar to that. Absolutely. And, but this, Michael comes out a winner. And I think that is is the difference here. And this is what this kind of says in a smaller sphere of everything Mm -hmm. is he just want he he wanted to go in and just defend his title. Like and mm-hmm. and although maybe if you look back at the tapes, he probably shouldn't have defended right, his right, title. Right, 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 right. But he did, and that's all that really matters. And you go back to all his championships and you're like, oh well, you know, oh in, in 91 there was this, in 92 there was that, 93 there was this. No, he still won. Right. And right. you know, in 87 there was he won, but in 88, there was this and that, and then the home crowd and, you know, the the missed dunk at the end. But at the end of the day, the trophy's at Michael's house. Thank you. Absolutely. It might be Dominique's trophy, right. but it's at right. Michael's house. Yes, it is. Yeah, absolutely. And as long as I don't care what trophy it is at the end of the day, as long as it's in my house. Right. That's you. You're a thousand percent. A thousand. And, right. <laughs> and, that, and that kind of introduces, I think, Michael to this idea of, you know, on a very on a much smaller scale than the NBA Finals, but a sense of I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. Mm-hmm. That's because yes. at that point, like he didn't have the team mm-hmm. that like the team around him wasn't there. But in the dunk contest, in a singular yep. sport mm-hmm. where it's just you and you only have you to rely on, that's where he excelled. Ab- ab- absolutely. And look, some you could say that as far as a team goes, uh, we, we could say that the the the, the judges were, were stacked against him. On, on the physicality that the Pistons were putting on him every year. I think mm-hmm. we also learned that last year. So, okay, well, is this is this really is this really legal to ask kicking he's taken every time from from from, from, yeah. from these guys physically? Okay? Definitely not in today's NBA. Extra. Oh my mm-hmm. God. There's no. I mean, there's no more hand checking. I just. Mm-hmm. I, I. If there's one thing I could bring from the back, I would love to. I. I would just want hand checking to, mm-hmm. to, to, to come back. If you want to uh, go back, I back. wouldn't mind that rule either. To be fair, <laughs> um, but let's kind of discuss how this dunk contest is part of shaping the history of the dunk contest because I think it's a very crucial event. When I think of dunk contests, mm-hmm. I think of Spud Webb. Mm-hmm. Then I think of this one. And then it takes a while, but then we then I think of Vince Carter. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I think of Blake Griffin, Dwight Howard, mm-hmm. Nate Robinson. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. I think those guys are probably the most iconic slam dunk contest winners ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those and I'm not I don't want to rank them or anything like that. Right, right, right. Or anything, but if I'm thinking of iconic slam dunk champions. Mm-hmm. Those are the names that come to mind. I think and also, well, also with the, uh, I just think that that the the one thing we love to bring from from that era is just the fact that the best dunkers dunked. Mm-hmm. You know, the best. Yeah. I, I I think one of the things of this generation that even if I was a great dunker, if I looked at Zach Levine's dunks on YouTube, I probably wouldn't want to be in the dunk contest. Mm-hmm. Whereas <laughs> whereas I think the the a generation ago. Everybody, okay. I still want to go at him. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to try. I'm, but I think just not, not the just the tricks that you see from this guy mm-hmm. on YouTube. I think like it's, you know what? 
No, I won't do that. No, I won't yeah. Do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, Zach Levine has pretty much done all that he can in the dunk contest. Yes, yes, I think he is the best dunker in the NBA right now. I agree with you. Even even with Anthony Edwards mm-hmm. doing what he did a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. even with, you know, Derek Jones, I still think Zach Levine, if he really wanted to, just devote his craft to dunking. Oh, my goodness. He yeah. could be the best dunker in the league. But luckily enough, he's kind of taken that and devoted it to his shooting and his gaming. Right, right. He's at a point in his career where he's, you know, the best player that he's been in his career so far. And he's, you know, first-time All-Star this weekend. I think that's uh, yes. Yes. kind of a unique twist to all of this but i think without dominique and michael jordan is there zach levine is there vince carter is there blake griffin is there nate robinson now i think nate robinson and spud webb there's that obvious you know comparison there but without dominique and michael jordan what what do we think of you know because we've we've seen at points throughout history, kind of lulls in the dunk contest of like, oh, the dunk contest isn't as exciting anymore. Oh, the three, po- I'd rather watch the three point contest. Like, but we still, once in a while, I, I don't think we've had a dunk contest as good as this one, to be honest. 2016 is probably Close. second or third on the list. Yeah. But it's, I don't think anything will top this. And that's the hope when you watch the dunk contest every year mm-hmm. is you're going to get something that can be somewhat close to what we saw in 88. And, and I think if you say that's where the bar is, and I would agree with you, that's where, where the bar is. And, and look, they've actually last year, one of the, one of the positives to me for, for the all-star game itself, how they tricked the scoring up that has really brought the interest and a little bit of intensity from the players that have been, been lacking so i just think you have to get a mindset and you have to get some folks to go like how do we get this thing back to you know we don't have dominique and we don't have mj out there going at each other but how do we how do we get that level closer to that than it has been recently that's mm-hmm. what you, that's what we need to do yeah i think w- let's let's close this with a fun little game mm-hmm. okay uh with the dunk contest this weekend um all the we were we're recording this on Saturday, mm-hmm. so it's not going to come out for a few days, and so we don't know the full um, we don't know the full group of the dunk contest. But Andre, I'm going to ask you. We know Obi Toppin's in it, so we'll we'll just keep him in there. But name three guys that you want to see in the dunk contest this year, alongside Obi Toppin. Um. I would I, I would have to want to see the the Georgia Bulldog. I want to see Mr. Edwards. I, I would have wanted to see him before he did uh, uh, what he did. Before what he did. So, but, before he committed but, murder on the yes, last television. But because <laughs> of the, but absolutely because of that. Um, congratulations to Zach for being a first time All Star. And again, uh, uh, he's UCLA Bruin. I, I'm a I'm a I'm a proud Trojan. So this doesn't come easy for me because the SC guys don't bump mm-hmm. up these. But um, Definitely, I would want to see uh, Zach in there. Um, for my third guy, man. There's a lot of options. I know. A lot of ways. How about someone on the Hawks? Go go local. If there, if you could put one Hawk in the All-Star game, in the, in the dunk contest. Um, well, here's, here's, here's I, I, got, I got a problem here. I, I, yeah, I do have one, one guy I would want. Um, mm-hmm. I think the thing is, I think the, the thing is skewed against big guys. So I want John Collins, mm-hmm. but 
our problem is John was in the was 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 in it when it was up there in Charlotte. Right. And uh, and there was some input from the league and some folks on the White Wright Brothers thing and the Wright Brothers thing did it. The Wright Brothers thing kind of crashed and burned. And and then John takes all the heat on that. Like, hey, hey, you mm -hmm. had a gimmick and your gimmick sucked. You know, that's kind yeah. of outside of Atlanta, mm -hmm. what it was. But if so, but if it was me uh, and, and, and knowing that, because to me, as and I told John this before the look, Vince Carter was on the Hawks then. So Vince was not telling mm -hmm. him what to do, but giving him some great input, you know, on, on some things to do. But as I told John, look, you're 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 six ten and whatever you do. You're not going to get credit for it. You just look, you know, you look like a big guy out there. So a guard is going to look better doing doing whatever a guard does. Hey, mm -hmm. it was astounding to me that Aaron Gordon was ever to pull off the things that he was yeah. to me as a mm -hmm. as a big because he is so so huge. Uh, deserved all the credit in the world for everything he did, and probably didn't get enough. But if I was going to pull a, a hawk in there, it would be uh, it would be John. That's fair. I would like to see Zion in the All Star in the dunk contest. It's very rare that you get. Uh, and especially now that it's in the halftime of the All-Star right, Game and Zion right. is in the, the All-Star Game, right. I'm not sure if we'll see that mm -hmm. this year. But I'd like to see, you know, at least sometime in the next year or two. Because the thing with Zion is you can see when he's healthy right. how good he can be. And we saw in his rookie year how health can be a bit scarce with him. Mm -hmm. So I would love to get a year where he's, you know, definitely right. healthy right. in the All-Star Game. Right. I think that'd be a treat for the NBA. No doubt. There's... I guess I'll pull a playbook, uh, a play out of my playbook from the Rockets. Mm -hmm. There's one guy that we would like to see in the All Star in the All Star Dunk Contest, um, but he's in the Orlando bubble right now. His name it's not Kevin Porter, it's KJ Martin, Kenyon Martin Jr. Um, he he's one of the most athletic guys that we've had in Houston in a very long time, and I would not be surprised if we see him in a dunk contest in the next two or three years. He's he is one of the most. Wiley. Biggest freaks of athleticism. So that's that's an under the radar name to watch wow. for okay. the next couple of years. Is is Kenyon Martin Jr. I'm not sure. Was Kenyon Martin in all, in a dunk contest? I don't I don't know if the big guy. We looked was. him up. Uh, okay, yeah. it, it says no, but in the in the 2005 dunk contest, uh, Josh Smith, uh, Josh Smith alley oop over Kenyon Martin. Oh wow. So, because that was in Denver, 2005 yeah. dunk contest was in Denver, and I think mm -hmm. Kenny Martin was playing there at the time. Mm -hmm. um, so, I guess those two guys, and if I had to name a third one, mm -hmm. you know, Derek Jones is super exciting, and I guess uh -huh. that's a yeah. cop out answer. But what's interesting is also for, for the the things we don't know from practice, right? So, mm -hmm. I'm sure there are some guys that don't have name that that may not, you know, may not be the best players, and don't get don't get a lot of run that have great ability as, as far as dunking. Well. I think of a guy uh, talking all-star. I think of a trick shot point guard or a trick shot guy. And, and, and I know you think of the, the, the flair of New York and, and Rucker park and all that. And mm -hmm. it's not a big NBA name, but you're going to recognize it. Uh, Gennaro Pargo. Yes. Had the yes. best. And, and, and I know he's Chicago. So that's Chicago in, but I want you to mm -hmm. know that in practices on every team he was on or whatever, the trick stuff that he could do in practice and mm -hmm. make guys look stupid and just is would be the next next level, you know, just yeah. just just next level. Almost like all, almost along the lines of uh, going back a generation, uh, Ray for Austin, skip to my Lou and yeah, and, and, and everything. That, he was that's doing immediately and, what I thought when I when I was thinking same, of same Gennaro Pargo. I'm sure there's a dunk. You know, I'm sure there's some dunkers that we don't know. That, but I just get the best. Let's get mm -hmm. the you know get. But uh, Jeremy, you're talking about where the the bar is at. 
you we 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 spent time talking about the the absolute top of the bar. Yeah. And you know, we could talk about this for hours because I, I was about to talk like all the street ball and and one and, and just you know, so we could be talking for hours, but I'm gonna cut us off here so that we don't uh stay here for a long time. I, we I know you've got a place to be, I got places to be, but thank you so much for uh coming on the show, Andre. I can't wait to talk more uh hawks with you sometime in the future. So feel free to drop your Twitter handle to the listeners and anything that you're working on over at Matosa Daytime. Okay, all right. And once again, uh, Twitter handle Twitter handle is uh, Vosroy, uh, V-O-C-E-R-O-Y, and uh, I'm on there. And uh, hopefully, uh, you folks enjoy and listen to me at a, a toast a toast to the A Town. All right, and uh, uh, it's a, a lot more of a, a, some great guests talking and a lot less of me. But uh, we definitely t- keep it all about the A. Absolutely. So you can listen to a toast to the A Town. You can listen to the Passable Podcast, and you can listen to all the podcasts over on the Basketball Podcast Network. Be sure to uh, subscribe and download Basketball and all of the uh, Basketball Podcast Network podcasts uh, on your podcast app of choice. And follow the Basketball Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at OopsPodNet. You can also follow Basketball on Twitter at P-A-S-T-K-E-T Ball. You can also follow me if you'd like on Twitter at Jeremy Brenner. Nothing fancy, just my name. J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. I'm working on... Uh, another project with basketball, I'm looking to incorporate uh, NBA 2K and looking to simulate over the course of the last 20 years of NBA basketball. That is coming out soon, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, I'll post it on my socials when it does come out, so stay tuned, y'all. And next week on the Passable Podcast, we have a celebration of the 2011 Mavericks, the the title team in Dallas. They're celebrating a 10 year anniversary this year. So that was a lot of fun to talk about with Grant and Lauren Gunn, co-hosts of the gunshot podcast. So uh, be on the lookout for that as well. Coming out next week. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Passable podcast. And until next time, rewind and be kind.